0: Welcome to Airbnb with D. Today's episode, as promised, is the A through Z blueprint in getting your unit and getting your business model approved with those corporate leasing consultants in the apartment complex of your choice. So stay tuned as we dive right in. Okay, so finally, I am spilling it. I can't even say finally, because if you are in the Airbnb with D Facebook group, you know exactly the methods and strategies that I use in order to get the yes and the approvals. However, now I would like to make a simple audio track for you to lay it out plainly, something that you can follow, something actionable that you can take steps with in terms of creating your own successful, not just Airbnb business, but short-term rental business. So here we go. Everyone knows that I prefer corporate leasing. Why do I prefer corporate leasing? It took longer, blah, 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 right? Yes, I prefer it because of the loopholes, the leniencies and the contingencies, the everything that we get from being a business. All the way from being able to Build business credit, obtain business funding, and scale your business all using other people's money. That's something that you have to understand does not come within 24 hours. So, yes, you can submit an application to an apartment complex with your own information, and typically within about 24 to 48 hours, you'll receive an approval or a denial. So, that's instantaneous, but things that are instant are not always what's best for you. So Let's talk about how I guarantee my yes and approval with my short-term renting concept. because we know these apartment complexes, they may accept corporate leasing, but the first thing they say to you is no Airbnb. We don't want that here, or you may get shot down immediately. You may find yourself reaching out to someone via phone or email and then being told, oh no, we don't accept Airbnb, so don't even apply here, and that can discourage you. So the first thing that I want to open your mind to is the fact that this business, again, is bigger than Airbnb. So let's talk about how. Step in getting your yes, your easy approval from the apartment of your dreams is having your business entity. So, corporate leasing is your company or corporation going and signing a lease agreement rather than you personally. The reason why we do that again is so that we can have guests in and out of our unit that are not directly tied to our name, so that we have a loophole in which we can have additional people come in the unit. When you do this right, this actually works seamlessly. It's no gimmick, there isn't a trick. You don't have to be fearful about someone finding out because this is what we're doing. We're creating a business plan so sustainable that Airbnb will only have to be a filler. So yes, you still can feel great and decorate and list it on Airbnb but I foresee your calendar being so blocked out if you utilize this method that Airbnb would just be something as a you know a buzzword for you. So having your business entity, what does that look like? That looks like obtaining your employee identification number. You can get that number on irs.gov, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. through 10 p.m. So if you're listening to this Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. through 10 p.m., and you have not yet gotten your EIN number, now is your sign. This is your sign to do so. What are you waiting on? It's free, and this is the encouragement that you need. Next, let's go ahead and get our LLC. Let's make our company a limited liability company. Now, this is just my suggestion and my advice to you. I also want to let you know that there are many people that can let you know how to structure your business, and if you find yourself wanting extra advice. I totally agree that you get it. But I also want you to keep in mind that until you start making a certain amount of money, you just want to be a respectable business in the United States' eyes. This is the easiest way to do so and oftentimes the least hassle way. And I say least hassle because there are less requirements when starting an LLC than starting an S-Corp. There are less Tasks that you have to do. For example, when you're starting a corporation, you have to have board members. You do not have to do that. You can be a single member managed limited liability company and that is the easiest start. That is why I'm recommending it to you. Your Dunn's number, your Dunn and Bradstreet number, get it, get it now. Even if you don't know what it is, I don't care. Please apply for it because you will need it. Your Dun & Bradstreet number is equivalent to your social security number for your business. Your EIN number is equivalent to the birth date of your business. So even though the EIN has the same amount of digits as a social security number, it doesn't necessarily give you the same rights. You won't necessarily be able to build credit in the way that you need to with just the EIN. That's why you get that Dun & Bradstreet number as well, which is the business world's credit scoring system so how in the personal world we have TransUnion we have Equifax and Experian well business credit goes off of Experian as well and a few other um, agencies and systems that they use to collect their data remember that after you obtain your EIN your LLC and your DUNS number you now have the holy trinity you have exactly what you need you remember that commercial that said you are now free to move about the country You are now free, technically and literally. Even if you started your business in Georgia, you could still operate business successfully in California. You could still operate business successfully in Utah, wherever you choose. Yes, there may be some things that you have to change, but once that business is established, then you can take you and your business anywhere around the world that you choose. So that's why I encourage you to do it. Next. The second steps in absolutely gaining an approval. And keep in mind, these are steps, our preparation phase, phases. So these are things that we're doing before we even step foot, talk to any leasing consultant, even let them know who we are. That way, when we're presenting ourselves, we're presenting ourselves correctly, how we want to be respected. OK, business growing. So bank account, please, please, please get your business bank account. If you are in the Airbnb with the Facebook group, I went ahead and dropped the Navy Federal step-by-step on how to obtain that account. Go ahead and do so for your business. If you currently bank with Navy Federal, uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, then don't be afraid to go into the bank and ask to open a business bank account. But before you do so, you will have to have your EIN, your Secretary, your Articles of Incorporation. That form is giving to you when you go to the secretary of state and that's how you create your business. So when I say obtain your LLC, whatever state that you're in, you're going to type in and go to Google. You're going to type in your state and secretary of state. You can even add in the Google search bar business creation or business formation. That usually takes you exactly to the page that you need to go for your particular state. So For example, my business was created in Georgia. So I have Georgia Secretary of um, State. That's where I went to obtain my LLC agreement. I paid $250 and um, I think, was it $225 or $250 to go ahead and apply? Within about four days, I went ahead and got my approval and I was officially a limited liability company. So it's very simple. And you do need that information before you create the business bank account. So before they'll grant that, they want to see that not only have you gone to the United States and established this business, but you've also went to the state that you're in to now make this a legal thing. And you have to keep in mind when you have business accounts, funding is going to be placed in there. You are also going to have access to business credit business loans and you do and the banks really want some type of liability for that so they need to know that they're not giving this to a fake business a decoy business but a real one and the way that you make that real once again is by not only getting your ein number but incorporating your business with your state so along with the things you must have for an easy approval website now Okay, let's, I know some people like, oh my gosh, but I'm going to tell you why. How about this? I'm going to pick up why the website is important in the strategy session, which is our next section. So next is your email address. I cannot tell you how professional it looks when you communicate with someone via email, or even if someone asks for your email and you're not giving them a Yahoo a Gmail or something, come on, you're a business. And to be honest, business emails do not cost much money. So I want to recommend to you Google Workspace. Google Workspace allows you to create a business email address with the domain name of your company. So rather than sending um, the apartment complex an email from xyz at gmail.com, you'd be sending it from info or customer service or sales at xyz.com. So Google Workspace, that's going to get you right with the email address. Because remember, as you're filling out the contact cards to get the property, you want everything to be such a seamless transition that you have no problems. Business grooming, get you a business phone number. Guys, I don't care if it's Google Voice. KEEP, which is K-E-A-P, their awesome business phone number system. I love that you can download on your personal phone. Grasshopper. Another amazing business line. Whatever you do, get you a business line. A, so that you remain sane. I've tried it. I've done it. So I'm speaking to you from a place of failure and stopping that. Having one phone and having to figure out if someone was calling me for a personal issue. If it was my daughter's school or if it was work. And those things that were work calls or apartments calling me back at the worst time possible. So be easy on yourself, set yourself up for success and sustainability, and get the business grooming out the way. Again, that's your bank account, your website, your email, and your business phone number. And these things are important because these pieces of information, all of these actually are going to be on the applications that you submit to these companies. So that is why you absolutely need them. I promise you, I wouldn't tell you to do anything you didn't need. So strategy, this is so important. This is how we get our yes. So we've already discussed business entities, business grooming. So of course, when you're stepping to them, you're already stepping correct, but your strategy is going to be the hook, line, and sinker. Your strategy is also going to be something that is considered essential. You're going to place yourself in an essential housing sector. And here is how. So the website, I promise to speak about that as we talked about the strategy. On your website, I want you to, well, first let's talk about that strategy. In order to make yourself an essential housing provider, you have to have housed or be open to house students, elders, and those needing immediate shelter. So those needing immediate shelter could be um, someone fleeing a domestic violence situation. And so you have given the case manager your information and they've set you up to be a housing provider. Should anything happen, they know who to call. And guys, I want you, for those of you that have gone through a situation like this, you know what I'm talking about. But for those of you that have not, I want you to first thank God that you have been covered and you have not had to Deal some of the hands that have to been dealt to some of these people that are fleeing. However, these college students that are forcing to be vaccinated or being forced to not live on campus. These adults, the fifty-five plus that can maybe can't afford the senior housing or assisted housing because of the COVID prices. It's tripled with cleanings. With unfortunately those members that passed away. These companies have to find out how to regain their cost somehow, and it is at the expense of the client. Traveling nurses, those firefighters, those essential officers, whomever that we need. How do you make your unit available to all of those people? It's simple. For college students, for one, you create units that are designated for these types of people. So you don't have to tell any leasing provider or consultant what you're going to do right away, but you certainly need to know what areas to be in, how to get your yes. So your strategy, if you are stating that you are an essential housing provider, and this is actually a script I'll give you, as you're going to search for your property, which in the next section we will discuss picking your property, you're going to have a section on there where it asks you to write a message. And at that time, you can choose to use a script that's more comfortable for you. I would just like to give you a script that I use that is successful for me, and maybe you can tweak it to do the same for yourself. So usually when I am searching for a single unit, I'll always start off with, and this is my pleasantry in me, I don't know what it is, but it brightens people's day. So if it were a Thursday, I would say happy Thursday. I'm Davana Porter. With Porter Property Management, I am an essential housing provider, providing housing for students, elders, and travel nurses. We look for properties that are near these locations. We come fully funded, and we are asking that you allow us to wage a corporate lease agreement with you. This corporate lease agreement, we would be able to provide you an update of each occupant that comes in, and we are fully aware of any costs associated with changing those occupants out. If this is something that you will allow and that will greatly impact the area, and that's when you name what school districts are over there, what local facilities and things like that, this is also the time where you do a little name dropping. If you've done research at the nearest facilities, you can say, I've spoken to Karen at Georgia State University, and we are an accepted housing provider, and it would be our honor to have one of our units at your location. Now, what I've done there, and we've included them in the fact that there will be people in and out, but these people that will be in and out will be different types of people that are respectable types of people. Now, keep in mind, what I'm also trying to do is open your mind to see that this is bigger than Airbnb. So if you feel like it wavers from Airbnb a little bit, it's because you need to have a business plan. And your business plan cannot only include a platform that this year and last year shut down, canceled every booking across the board during the wake of coronavirus in which some hosts still haven't even gotten paid from the emergency relief fund that Airbnb stated and claimed was available for all of those hosts that had canceled guests and visits and still had to pay their housing costs. So what we're doing is we are creating an array of of things that are going to help your Airbnb, your unit, your property ultimately be sustainable. Okay? Okay. So don't be afraid to make this a real business, guys. I want you to get excited because many of you that I speak with personally, many of you that join the Facebook group, many of you that join the Instagram, the first thing you say is that you want to utilize this to leave corporate America or you want more time with your children and your current job is just not doing that and you know that you are built for entrepreneurship, but you just don't know how to do it. This is how you do it. You create a sustainable business plan. So again, the reason why our website, our email address, and even our business cards are so important because you are going to go to those local areas, those colleges, those senior housing facilities, maybe even the hospital administrator. You can give them your information for your unit. Let them know your rates. Create a brochure of sorts. You take the brochure into places like that. That's what we call. And then here's the thing. You don't even have to use direct booking. You can book directly, but you can also leave your Airbnb link within those pamphlets so that those people have a direct way of booking with you and that the process is automated. Now, at that time, you can let the office know that you will use Airbnb to procure payment. But you can also invite them as a co-host on the profile if you would like. Now, that's one approach. Now, you may not want them all in your business like that, and you do not have to, okay? You don't have to invite them as a co-host on a profile. You can just go along with what we said before. Now, another strategy to gaining an approval. Now, I guess this is the first strategy I wanted to name is because there are some properties that they accept corporate leasing, but they are super monetary, super nosy. They look at how many people are coming in and out of your units. They have a problem with your lock boxes, And in a case like that, the strategy that I just gave would be more appropriate for those places that are all up in your grill. As long as you can get them agreeing to the fact that you're going to have people in and out, in and out, then you will never be able to be evicted legally and that won't go on your record. The second strategy is just stating you're relocating. This is a strategy that works for me time after time. I simply say that I am. I ask first if they're accepting corporate lease agreements. And in our next topic, I'll go ahead and discuss how we pick that property. Once I find out they're accepting corporate lease agreements and I gauge the property, is this a property that has a lot of activity? Is it a private property? Am I looking for a terrace level unit? Will I be on the third floor? I look at those things first, and once I use my best judgment and look at the neighborhood and kind of see how it's ran, I may just decide, hmm, I may not even have to tell them anything. I'll get a terrace-level unit, and I just let them know that I am relocating for work. Relocation is an acceptable strategy for getting your corporate lease agreement approved, and you don't even have to go into detail, and I want you to look up what the word relocation means, and it'll sum it up for you there. So that is a strategy that I also use to get an instant approval. It's almost like the leasing consultants are relieved when it's something that makes sense to them. Things that don't make sense make them ask more questions. It gives them harsher requirements, stricter requirements. And quite frankly, it could set you up to be discriminated against or just told no. So we want to set you up for success. And the way that you do that is by following the plan, protecting the brand. Business entity first, business grooming, your strategy next. Are you going to go with simply just letting them know you're relocating for work in which you will be the first occupant on the lease agreement? Or are you going to let them know that you are a essential short-term housing solutions company that offers offers housing to college students, adults 55 and plus, those that may have lost their home in a fire due to COVID, an insurance company are relocating them. That's a strategy for you too. And if you're doing that, whatever your strategy is, make that cohesive on your website so that when people are looking you up and reviewing you, everything makes sense, okay? That way there's no questions asked. You will not be the first corporate housing company. You will not be the first essential short-term housing company. You won't be the last. Just make sure you... Stick to the plan and represent yourself accordingly so that that yes, that is already yours is within your reach. Lastly, picking a property that accepts corporate lease agreements. This is by far my favorite resource to use, we already know, apartments.com. Check them out. There is a lifestyle filter. After you've entered the city and state that you're you're interested in, there is a lifestyle filter. It says corporate housing. And so you're going to want to select that because what that's telling you is they have corporate housing and corporate housing, again, is usually for corporate travelers. They're staying anywhere between, you know, three days to 90 days, whatever. They're letting you know that they have things like that acceptable there, which lets you know that they accept your business applying for a corporate lease agreement in order to have corporate housing Or accept corporate housing situations, you have to accept corporations. And that would be you. So you would select the lifestyle filter and search away. One of the best websites that I love to use, and it's the easiest. It's not only one of the best, but it's the easiest to use. Alltherooms.com. You can go on there, sign up for free with Facebook or your Gmail, your Google, whatever. And look up any city and state that you want to. It shows you the occupancy rate, the average daily rate. It even shows you historical data as well from the month before so that you can track how COVID is developing in an area and also how you may profit in this area due to those circumstances. Their website that I am in love with is tenantcloud.com. You are able to register as a tenant and find properties that are not only fully furnished, but your application already allows you to apply as a company on the website itself. So you are able to submit your information, your proposal, your script that we just went over to these companies via tenantcloud.com, and they are fully aware that you'll be a company and based off that they're just really looking to get the property out of the way you'll also notice while you're on apartments.com again like i spoke of, i have two in-person strategies that i love 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 to do and this is where if you've heard an airbnb coach or guru guru say hey put your logo on a shirt get you some nice stationery made this is where things like this come in handy if you've ever been told that no it's not bad advice if you've been told that after you've already explained you've had limited funding then maybe just maybe there could have been a better strategy for you but it's still good news it's still a good strategy and i'll tell you this if you live in an apartment complex guys it's easier than you realize to get the things you need for your business and look professional. You can print out your own business cards in your apartment complexes, a business center, cut them out and at least have something on the go. You can create virtual business cards and be able to send those to people, airdrop them, send it to their phone number or whatever. So there are ways that you can get this going for yourself. This and Zazzle.com have awesome ways for you to get shirts made, Um, You can get them embroidered with your logo, or you can simply go to your local flea market. Most flea markets in your area have some type of T-shirt, hot press, stamping, embroidery machine, whatever they do, usually located in the back. And for $20, $25, you can get your information on a plain T-shirt or a a collar shirt and walk out the same day with professionalism. So there are ways that you can make this work. But for the two in-person Methods. If you've heard of driving for dollars, this is sort of like that for me. When I go through a neighborhood and I go and I see homes for rent and I see those old school for rent red signs in the grass, it gets me so excited because, yes, most people would think, oh, well, yeah, if you're putting it for rent, you would put that sign out there. No, guys, that lets you know what time that person is in. That's actually a dated strategy now. Most people place their property for rent on websites or social media and they avoid the signs because they don't want people to know they aren't home or they don't want a bunch of random calls for people that don't qualify. So they like to use some sort of an online pre-qualifier system to filter out and weed out future applicants. But if you're driving and you see those signs or you're even in a neighborhood where you see a few of those signs, then that lets you know something is either going on in the neighborhood or you have a person that just goes a little old school, which you like, both of those you love. If there is something going on in the neighborhood and the person is not eager to sell their home, the nine times out of 10, the traditional renter wouldn't work for them. Maybe the person that's looking for an excellent school district and great plumbing because they're looking for an 18 to 24 month lease would not be interested in a property that has that's in a terrible school district area or that has bars on the window, or maybe that's around the corner for from some type of raunchy-looking places. But that's perfect for your Airbnb. Your guests will be there intermittently or long-term if you choose. You will not only have insurance, you will put your security cameras and devices there that will be able to monitor things for you. And hey, if you need to get an alarm, you can do that too and possibly negotiate the owner covering that cost. So, That's a way that I like to physically go look at those for rent properties and contact them, um, letting them know our business plan, our business model, and that we're interested. We like to consider that driving for dollars. Another amazing in-person opportunity that I love is going to brand new apartment complexes. I'm talking about the ones that do not technically have a leasing office yet. They do. Trust me while apartments are being built they're still being measured they still need to have a certain occupancy rate themselves to even get a revolving loan or to qualify for their next disbursement that they often get from investors and banks and things like that so they need someone like you oftentimes that is when businesses are at their most lenient and i know that sounds weird you would think oh no a place that's being brand new built no you're right As soon as they get that leasing office in there and that security guard and those gates and stuff, oh, it's a wrap, baby. The requirements are strict. But before that, meaning before the building is finished, they usually like to start obtaining lease agreements anywhere from 10 to six months before the building is done. And they'll let you know, hey, this lease would not start. So for example, there is a building in Midtown Atlanta, Georgia that is being built right now. And so they have already began accepting applications, but the unit will not be available until early March. So we know how construction works. We know how COVID works. These things could be delayed. And they know that, guys. They know that. So this is why they're getting the lease agreements that they can get now, getting the contracts they can get now getting those security deposits that they can get now because they're fully aware that there is an impact that can occur to their business. And so while the desire to have the apartment complex and the goal is still going to remain, they need to make that a sustainable plan. That cannot be a sustainable plan if they wait until they open to start getting tenants. So that leaves them at the mercy of those that are willing to apply to something that's not yet ready. So then that also leaves them to the mercy of the current circumstance of those around them. Places that are newly being built, they've often done their research in advance, sort of like hotels do that see what new businesses are being there and thinking, hey, this business will bring this type of clientele. But automatically they know that if a new business doesn't bring a certain clientele, then the people that are already surrounding the area will certainly apply. So they're at the mercy of everyone around them. Once you know that, once you truly see that, then what you do is you realize they're at your mercy. So imagine you having your EIN, your LLC, your Dunn's number, your business bank account, your website, your email address, your business phone number, and God dang it, let's just add it. A t-shirt, a collar shirt with your logo on there. Or um, some type of brochure that shows them the essential housing services that you provide. Can you imagine how simple it would be to go to those areas and see it? Usually there's a little number that's written on the, um, the banner that shows you what property is coming soon. Call it. Don't be afraid to drive up to the location and maybe even see if you can walk up and tell where the leasing office will be in the future. There may even be a phone number on there to some type of property manager. Take it and give it all you got. If there is an email, get ready because you are getting your yes. You see how simple this is, guys. The science is consistency. The science is doing it right. So again, when you are asked by people, you hear people saying Do you need an LLC to do this? Why wouldn't you want one? When you realize that what you're starting is not just an Airbnb, but it is a business that can allow you to leave corporate America, put time and freedom in your own hands, put your income in your own hands, leave something for your children. Just to deviate for a little bit, one of my favorite clients in the world had a very unfortunate circumstance happen to two of her her sons before they were 18 years old and for the rest of their life and what the system, what the United States thought for the rest of their life, they weren't going to be able to work a regular job unless some things changed. But God, after starting her Airbnb business, It scaled so quickly that she was able to obtain two more properties and now gifted those properties to her son. Her sons are now property managers with her company and are looking to start their own. What the United States thought they took from one family, they realized shifted things for them. Nothing was taken. it just a new path was created. that you have had your notebooks you have had your outlines and you are ready to get started on your four segments of getting your approval first with your business entity second your business grooming third your strategy which we discussed those two strategies and a script that you can use to type into those messages and how to pick your property This is as simple as you make it. And I am so grateful that you've decided to take this journey on with me, Airbnb with D. As always, I am available to you on Airbnb with D on our Facebook group. It is a paid group, but once you pay for that access, you join a community where you have 24-7 access and support information from me. Inside of that group, there are documents, videos, information that can make this smooth for you and help you obtain funding. So I encourage you to join it if you are interested. If you are interested in the Instagram page, visit me at Airbnb with D. I look forward to connecting with you. As always, it is my pleasure to speak with you. And I hope that you share this with someone that's also interested in taking this journey so that they don't feel so alone as they start. Because you know how that feels. I know how it feels. Lord, we know how it feels, okay? And because we know how it feels, we just want to pay it forward and do our part to help. I will see you all in the next episode and thank you.